1: outsource it i uh, outsource so yeah what's 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 our what's our take then i mean right now the market let me give you a, a market update i'm seeing freehold markets booming again right now the last week has been booming and i've been getting showings like crazy and i have deals that are you know that were sitting in august that have now sold i got places that were quiet that again that are getting uh showings um I'm, I, seeing, I'm seeing a lot i'm seeing more activity now in the freehold market again I, The the lull in september was was there but
2: I read an article this morning. Somebody was saying that, uh, like, multiple offers are gone and the market's slowing down. And I was like, yeah. I don't think that's right. I don't. know.
1: So, so right now, I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot of activity again in the uh, in the market, and we've got you know over fifty listings. So I think that you know you should ask somebody who's got a lot of stuff out there. So I I know what's going on in different markets, right? So it's not just one area could be hot that's just the way it goes sometimes but it's like when i'm talking to my partners and i'm looking at from durham to york to peel to toronto and it's like everybody's getting good activity we're we're seeing a lot of activity
2: it's good listen i mean it is so interesting to see how okay when things were good and everything was rocking back in january february Mm. It was one real estate market in Toronto. Up, up, up! Boom, boom, boom! Everything's rocking. Whatever you can think of makes sense. Go, go, go! Now, like, holy cow! If you're on like Main Street retail, like the whole Golden Mile is starting to come up for lease. People are bailing on their 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 leases. Uh, you got Hudson Bay Company getting sued by their uh, mall owners landlords it's like it's really if you're in retail and then hotels like what the fuck are they gonna do with all these hotels
1: yeah for 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 now for right.
2: for now, now but so, yeah. listen somebody has to carry this thing until for now is over and for now is chain, not over
1: the big chains can though the big chains can
2: the, well, I mean, listen, a lot of these big chains have multiple, 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 multiple properties with crazy mortgages all over the place. There's only mm-hmm. so much cash even the biggest I companies get have, right? I get it. Yeah, I
1: agree. So, but
2: how much longer? So, so, but I mean, okay. So, but then look, you could be in a, you could be like you, like a low rise residential specialist and it is booming like crazy. You could mm-hmm. be... You could be in new condo sales, and everybody's like, "What the hell's going on? Is this gonna work? Or should, when we launch this, is this gonna happen? I don't know. The sky seems <laughs> the to road, be falling." Weekend
1: next weekend.
2: Right? What's the weather like? Yeah. All if you're in warehousing, right? It, it's like yeah. it's a fucking gold rush right now, right? Yeah.
1: got the, the industrial stuff. I noticed a couple of things. I had to look at some something, some stuff for somebody, mm-hmm. and yeah, if you got a warehouse or any type of unit, it's it's over.
2: Well, if it's in a good. Um, part of town like if it's in a good artery and it's close to 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 the to the highways holy cow it's crazy i don't know my my father-in-law he's in furniture he's booming like he was going out of business and now all of a sudden he's like renewed his lease for five years he's like i'm making a fortune over here why is this shaking so much um but like so really i mean and he's retail so like Furniture's going bonkers, but all this other stuff is going down the tubes fast. Restaurants, although you do hear a lot of. Uh, anyways, if the answer is, what's your take on this thing? I have no fucking idea. Listen, there's more stimulus coming in. There's no end in sight. The interest rates are not going to go up.
1: Here's a question, though, for you. Do you see in the future?
2: Something has to happen that, at the, some that point.
1: the demand for land in Toronto can ever be satisfied?
2: Long, no, not e- like not even short term. Like what's short term considered? So like within the next year or so, things mm-hmm. are going to normalize. I would imagine whatever normalize <laughs> is, but like I think we'll be able to like feel like things are more normal again sure so is that short That's term is are that right. short term
1: but look but look like we're, we're talking about developments we're talking about the freehold market the condo market's already you know got its issues but we, we know that there's a major missing uh, element here with with you know students and businesses and all that stuff which some of that will return right but i'm talking about the land i mean look at the developments that are going on already like we're, we've got the developments now at victoria park and eglinton golden mile we've got the uh application submitted Victoria Park in 401.
2: There's all land kinds is just of stuff. Land getting swallowed up. No, but that's all land that was swallowed up years ago by the big boys. Like that whole Golden Mile, these big boys all went in there pushing the city to do a, a study because it's all commercial. It's along Eglinton. It's where all the LRT is. So for yep. years they've been going back and forth on this secondary plan for 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 the golden mile pushing for more and more and they just got like a pr- 64 tall buildings approved in the in the secondary plan and the the landowners are like fuck this this is not enough we want more 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 more
1: hey wow th- that's their job this is what they do right yeah it's- so the smart center uh, development that's 5,000 units And you're saying that there's a lot of other uh, developers who own land.
2: Oh yeah, tons. All
1: those plazas plazas are owned. Eglinton Square, all the the malls, shopping, everything, that's all owned by developers.
2: Well, not all, but I mean, a lot of it is. But I mean, yeah, there's still tons of opportunities out there. Look, there's opportunities all over the place. People need to want to be in that area for whatever reason and they have to want to buy it. So right now, transit is like, Gold, anything near transit is gold. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think there's an appetite for buying land. I I just really think right now, everything I see has got gigantic VTBs, crazy terms. Like there's not too many uh, other than like AAA deals that are probably been worked on for a year already. Like there's nothing really coming down the pipe that I can see, right? Nothing good like there's all fringe stuff.
1: What about on Shepherd West there?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, it's that's a
1: good site. No, that, no that, but that deal, that's a good site, right?
2: It's a good site for somebody that wants yeah, want to, to, to buy it. a small site in North York right now, not near transit, right? Which there's yeah. a market for that. There's a market for every property that's for sale, but you have to find the right person at the right time with the money that can actually do it, right? Yeah. And they have to see what you, what what's there. So I mean, there's a market for smaller, lower GFA interior sites, you know, yeah. not on transit. But it's not as big as on Young Street between Steels and the Lake.
1: The high-rise stuff too, yeah, that's all. Well... Those guys are ready to go. If you can find something that's a high-rise deal, that's a lot easier to sell. Well, on I, transit.
2: again, depending on the price and depending yeah. on the terms on and, and depending... Definitely. I mean, if you're if you're close to transit and you're on Young Street and you're a high rise site, it'd be pretty hard not to sell that thing.
1: Yeah. But so I, now, now let's look at what the developers. I think what's what's changing right now. So we're in this huge revolution. We're using video more. We're doing podcasts. We're, we're seeing people less. We're not shaking hands. We're, we're wearing masks. Like there's just so many changes. So the developers are listening and they're like, we can't just build properties the same way we've always built them we can't just max out the GFA and have as many units as possible. Like we need to show people why they should come to our development by giving them outdoor space. That's not even on the ground because land is too expensive. It's an outdoor space on a podium or on a third floor, fourth floor, uh, you know, landing terrace, whatever. They're doing whatever they can to show people, look, we're not only are you going to have that interior amenity space that everyone's used to, you know, the, I don't know,
2: the gym, whatever it
1: is, but we're going to give you now an outdoor space too that you can enjoy.
2: Yeah. I was looking at a, at a, a plan that went into the city and they had, not only did they have outdoor amenity space for the tenants, but they had like up at the top, it was an interesting use of the top level. They used the majority of the 12th floor as a co-working space And then they even gave an outdoor like meeting slash amenity space uh, for the co-working space. So people could have, I guess, outdoor meetings, right? In a co-working kind of environment. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's one thing that's definitely going on right now is everybody in every industry, I think. Well, not every industry, because I guess a lot of them have shown to be pandemic proof. But I think most things especially construction and real estate are going to start thinking a lot more of like if this happens again x right
1: yeah so x. so bachelor bachelor apartments i mean what's the point in even making them one bedrooms even like you know you know one well, plus den to the minimum but then you ho- out of the core
2: today but like in two years you're gonna have a shortage of those tiny units again when you Immigration is completely open again. Students are completely open. And all of a sudden, like you have to be well, in Toronto the, again.
1: The thing is, when you're selling today, it means you need to meet today's needs. So if you're selling a development and you're putting in an application and you want it sold, oh, yeah. you need to show people we're going to be- have three bedrooms, we're going to have two bedrooms, nothing under 600 square feet. They're going to do as much as they can because that's the appetite. And the investors think the same way as the end users. They're thinking, who's going to want to live in these bachelor apartments because we bought them 10 years ago and now they're vacant and we can't sell them. So we want to buy something that people are going to want to stay in and they're not going to be leaving. I think that's what it is. Larger units.
2: Larger units for sure has to be a trend. I mean, I always look to New York City to see where we're going to be. And a hundred, like you have two, three bedrooms all over the place in New York City. Eventually people need... A bigger space. Right. Yeah. And families can't afford two and a half million for the house that they want, but they can afford yep. one and a half for the three bedroom that they want. Right.
1: Townhouses. Right.
2: Townhouses. townhouses. For you got to sure. build
1: in the townhouses to the bottom of the towers to allow people to have their own space so they don't feel like they need to go uh, and get into a freehold property that they, they feel like that's a good place to raise a family.
2: Yeah. And I think what, I mean, what I'm at least thinking about for, for my sites it, it, to, to be a little bit different and to use space a little differently. I mean, there there's a lot of interior space currently that does not get built built so so for example you could build this much square feet on a property but a lot of it would not be able to be sold well as a residential unit and it leaves a lot of weird space in the middle of the building that has no windows but i think now between co-working spaces i think you know it'd be nice to have more kind of big rooms where people can watch tv with their families Uh, on a bigger screen where they're not in their little one bedroom and there's no room on the one sofa for, you know, people to come over. Smaller spaces where families can get together with a kitchen instead of having to rent like this 3,000-square-foot room for a party to have like your parents over for dinner. Like those kind of things, right? Uh, Virtual reality rooms for people to go into. Um, I I thought it would be really cool to be able to have – You know, an option to rent like an indoor growing like vegetable kind of like hydroponics kind of space where you had a indoor farm where you could rent space and grow your own stuff. Like these are ways that you could take what used to be considered not worth building and make it like maybe... Uh, have some revenue created for the building, sure. right?
1: Yeah, or or just just make the attraction into the um, into the space. Question for you, because you're my development uh, expert here. To be a mixed use property, the City of Toronto always likes that retail commercial space to be on the bottom. But can any of the GFA used on other levels be accounted for the retail commercial requirements?
2: Yeah, I think what, but but they do like to have that street front stuff. Right. So so you would probably be be doing it
1: and you can apply some of the other GFA to that or no.
2: Yeah. I mean, you'd have to be creative in the visuals of the I guess the the main street facing retail and how that like it it can't look like you've got residential on the main floor on the main street. So if you, yeah. if I guess if there's a way you can do it, that makes the city happy for sure. I think, but I think people are going to want to pay more for more amenities. Well, I mean, they're only paying so much more for their share of those amenities versus so much more on the price of a place that has that space for themselves, you know?
1: Yeah. I don't know. you did internet cafes, work, uh, shared co-working spaces, um, that growing one and you turn them into private enterprises, right. Then that becomes a little bit. Easier to manage because that's the other element. To all this too, Daryl is this building it is one thing, but being able to pass it off to the property managers afterwards and having the condominium corporation yeah. keep it keep it intact is, is a challenge.
2: Right? Listen, I mean, between a cleaning company and an app that manages the uh, the doors being unlocked and locked and the time slots, I mean, there's not yeah. much to manage in those kind of things these days. But I I mean, those are the kind of things that people are thinking about now. Is how do I how do I get people interested in buying in this environment now where there's so many people in such a, a, a small space, right? And oh, yeah. there's listen, there's no way that all of the people that used to be able to afford condos want to move into houses, anyways. A lot of people like living in buildings for whatever reason, right? Yeah, so, so there's absolutely. We, we hear about this whole exodus, but I mean, it's really not that many. I mean, we're probably hearing stories about most of the stories that are actually happening,
1: right? <laughs> it, it's, it's not an exodus. It's a non just ha- We aren't having these new streams of people going into the condo market right now. Right, but the tip—the typical people who are leaving the condo market and going into freehold because they're looking for more space. Yeah, maybe it's happening a little bit sooner, but they're all the same people that it would have been happening to eventually. Right,
2: there's very you few people that are like, I, yeah. wow, like I need new Families space, are
1: growing jobs or whatever. There's things that happen, but um, yeah, definitely not the single 25-year-old guy is all like, hey, wait a second, why did I buy this condo? Like, I need a place to, uh, you know. I need park to, my uh, RV. I
2: I need to know? be able to plant my tomatoes.
1: Yeah, like what's going on here? What the hell? This, this balcony just doesn't have the right exposure.
2: This was a bad no, decision from the start, decision. and now yes. all of a sudden, not only do I need more space, I can afford yep. more space. How did that happen?
1: Interest rates, boom, boom. So let's just uh, wrap it up because we got a we got a, a small window here. Um,
2: we got a hard six just, minute stop.
1: If there is, is there anything that you are in particularly concerned about, or that you want to bring up?
2: Are you asking me, or are you asking I, our fans? I,
1: I, no, you. So I, I like how they were talking about the slowdown in the rent because they're analyzing all the monthly rental um, averages, and they're saying that we might have hit that bottom on the rental decreases. That we might have got to the point now where um, the price floor, right, could be could be approaching. So oh. the rent, the decrease in rent is slowing down dramatically.
2: Okay. month over month how Why are people renting all of a sudden
1: well sure i mean eventually there's a there's a point where people go like all right well that was 2500 now it's two grand that's a good deal right it's the landlords who are not accepting the new rental prices that is flooding the the, the market that's the truth but they're not priced if you're not priced within the market and you're like well i was just getting 2500 i'll you know give me 23 Guess what? You're going to sit there because there's somebody out offering it at 19995 and he's he's getting his tenants, right?
2: Yeah, but there's also another thousands of units coming on the market. So yeah, the guy's willing to take 1990 today, but then if all of a sudden that that balance in the market gets even worse, then that 1990 becomes a high point.
1: So um, I
2: don't see a reduction in the amount of listings happening right now or anytime soon.
1: Median rent prices across 24 largest cities in country. They'll analyze hundreds of thousands of listings. Yeah, I saw that. It's had relatively flat months in terms of rent price changes. Toronto, one bedroom rent decreased 1% while two bedrooms grew 0.8%.
2: But this can only happen so long, like people can only hold on for their price for so long as the market is continually getting flooded with more inventory, right? Yeah, all of a sudden, you're going from one in 10,000 to one in 15,000 to one in 20,000. I mean, that doesn't bode well for pricing.
1: Sure. But what I'm what I'm trying to say is that maybe we are starting to see things flatten out that people are still um, needing to live places. Uh, Yeah, there's a ton of inventory on the market and what we're seeing it's very anecdotal like the averages in toronto are like whatever they're going up and everything else but i i know buildings that are down 10 to 15 maybe more percent like i know them i've seen them. oh yeah i've they're... watched the identical units sell for less months later yeah so they're out there I know, I know that it's out there it's just the, um, the, the stats people haven't really got a hold of it yet to be able to say this is what's going on because there's just too many variables. So the average or the median is, is really not getting hit as hard as we uh, we know it is. Um, but at the end of the day, um, the market is what it is and you have to accept it and you, you got to have proper guidance to be able to maneuver around and get from wh- where, whatever you need to do. If you need to, if you're if you're a landlord and you've got a property right now that's not renting, there are lots of options. We've talked about them before. Securing a lower rental rate um, based on a higher per month, but based, spread it out evenly. So you throw in a, an extra couple months rent. So then at the end of the year, your rental rate is still going to be the higher rate that you were charging before. But because you threw in those incentives, that means that they're paying less over 12 months. And if they decide to stay and the rental market heats up again, you are still going to be getting... Uh, reasonable rent.
2: Well, and that's the problem is if they decide to stay, you, yeah. right. But like the reason that you're even talking to them is because now it is at the price point they can afford later. It will no exactly. longer be in their price point, right? If, if exactly. you're signing something for 1900 for the first year and next year goes up to 2,500, yep. you're not staying.
1: No, but it, I, I'm telling them it's, it's two grand a month, but I'm only charging you 16. So you're gonna sign the contract at two thousand. Here's the the rent free period. Yeah. And just write out your payments. Give me the checks for sixteen hundred. No problem.
2: Yeah. No, right? so I... You're
1: agreeing to two thousand. And at the end of the year, I'm gonna I'm gonna be expecting that two thousand. If you decide to leave, no problem. I'm not here to hold you hostage. Yeah. I just want to let you know at the end of this year, the reason I'm giving you this discount is because of the market conditions. Yeah. So you you got you gotta work the best you can if you are owning several of these units. You know, look at what your goals are, look at what your long term projections are as far as how much equity you've built up.
2: The problem is, is that there's there's so many people out there that were making like 50 bucks, 100 bucks a month thinking like they've hit the jackpot because they no, but they watch some asshole on YouTube telling them as long as it pays for itself. It's a great investment. Just go out there and make sure that you don't lose any money every month and it'll pay itself off for the next 25 years. Unless there is a global pandemic. (laughs) Unless somebody
1: eats a bat in Wuhan, China. (laughs) That's the only caveat to this uh, operational strategy. I get it.
2: But but now, all of those people that should not have been doing what they were doing are going to get swallowed whole by these big funds that are are putting together a ton of money right now, waiting for the real bottom of the market... And, yes. and like you could see a lot of the inventory evaporate from like one or two companies if if i mean if i was if i was able to raise a few billion dollars right now i would wait for a point and buy two three yeah. four yeah, thousand condos be,
1: or, or any yeah or any or any real estate investment trust that would be a, a pretty uh smart move absolutely Pick up some single family residential condos
2: just a ton of condos yeah. that like yeah. i you know i know in a year or two are gonna be platinum like better than yeah. gold
1: and there'll probably be a better cap rate than what you're buying those apartment buildings for because <laughs> those are impossible to to get a hold of right now anyways right so these guys are overpaying on those you might as well get a deal on some single family stuff and uh, you know five ten years down the road you're gonna have some really good dividends i think it, that's um, i think it that's makes a wrap sense. for today daryl so i appreciate your, uh, your wisdom and your expertise.
2: Yes, I put on my wisdom hat today.
1: And your thorough, thorough research into what's going on in Toronto. I know there's lots of people who are very thankful for all that. I, I feel that you are being slightly
2: facetious, but I love you.
1: Why? No, I'm you just
2: did kidding. Some, did I do some did research great,
1: today? Great stuff today, yeah.
2: See, this is that. Maybe that's why I think you're being facetious. Because all I'm doing is reading the news every day and putting aside a few (laughs) articles.
1: You know stuff too. You got you got good intuition. You you know things that's not in the news, and that's what helps you. That's right. Right.
2: But it's it's all because I'm I'm wearing a hat today.
1: Must be the hat. It's the hat. All right. All right. We'll uh, we'll chat with you soon.
2: Go sell some real estate.
1: All right.